What is up, everybody? Today I wanted to talk about the, the student walkout that happened over this past week and why it's absolutely ridiculous. It's, 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 it's funny in a way because we are supposed to take these kids seriously. Like, you know, they have valid input and their opinions are valid, right? And, and, and to some extent they, they are because I don't want to fall into that trap of saying you're young and dumb and don't know anything because, you know, I don't think that's really, you know, a valid argument to have. And, you know, if the kids really are young, dumb, and don't know anything, then we can tell them exactly why. We don't need to just kind of throw these personal attacks. But what I, what I think is absolutely hilarious is, is what they're calling for. Because we're supposed to take their opinion seriously and they provide no solutions. They just want to stand out there and say, hey, you know, we need gun control. Okay, well, how is that going to work? Well, it's not. You, you can't explain it. You're just repeating the same old bullshit that's been passed down from the mainstream media. And these kids are absolutely coached, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that the the kids like it's a ho a hoax and they're actors and whatnot because I think if you're gonna make a claim like that, you have to have evidence for it first, um, and not just hearsay. But 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 let's look at the truth of the situation. The fact is, these kids are coached, and I know that because I work in politics. You know, I, I've traveled, I, I deal with people who basically tell me, you know, if you need help, you know, dealing with the media, that's something that we would help you with, and it, it works that way on both sides. So it's not like these kids got up by themselves and then planned this mass protest across the country, scheduled buses, did everything that they need to do. Uh, there's one where they're laying in the football words, football field smelling out words. You know, These kids did not plan that out, right? And if we're going to say that we look at what the kids are doing in order to prove how just how you know screwed up us adults are, then shouldn't the kids be planning this stuff out and doing it themselves? Because if the adults are the ones that are really talking behind the scenes, if if the kids are just moving their mouths but they're acting as puppets, then they're not really saying anything. In this case, it's still the adults having the conversation. They're just using the kids as a public mouthpiece. And and it's absolutely ridiculous what they what they offer. Because let's look at what they offer. Okay. Um, let, let's ban AR-15s. Well, it's not going to happen. Completely unconstitutional. Semi-automatic rifles. And, and we actually have bills going through Congress to try and ban semi-automatic firearms. Like, no one needs a semi-automatic firearm. That's literally every modern firearm that you can purchase. And they tell you that they don't want to grab guns. So that's what they offer. They want to ban the AR-15. You know, after they said for years that, you know, they don't want to come and grab your guns. We're not going to confiscate your guns, you crazy conspiracy theorists. We just want you to look more like Australia, a place where we confiscated guns. What's the next thing that they want to offer? They want to talk about raising the age to 21. And this is the one that I think is the most hilarious. Because we are supposed to be taking these kids seriously. On a discussion about policy and how to make schools safer. We're supposed to be taking them seriously like adults and saying your opinions are valid but by the kids own admission they're not mature enough to even own a firearm much less talk about public policy like you are saying we are not mature enough to have guns please take guns away from us we're not mature until we're 21 well then why are we listening to your opinion if you're clearly too mature to own a firearm then you are too mature too immature to to talk about these things we shouldn't even be taking you seriously you, you're, you're, you're basically making that claim yourself. I'm not saying that. You are. And, 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 and ironically, this is actually the only thing that I would half agree with them on. Because you know what? I'm willing to say, you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's, let's raise the age to purchase a firearm to 21. 
you are not a legal adult until you're 21 because clearly these kids are proving that so but everything else has to encompass that you can't join the military until you are 21 you can't drink smoke or gamble until you are 21 you cannot live outside your parents home unless you are emancipated until you are 21 in every facet of your life you are not an adult until you're 21 is that something that you want to you want to set as a standard because if we're going to say that you are not allowed to carry a firearm until you're 21, you are not allowed to have the right to defend yourself. Clearly, if you can't have that right, if you're not responsible enough for that, then you're not responsible enough to take care of yourself. You're not responsible enough to start a family. You're not responsible enough to get your own apartment. And the idea that you are responsible enough for all these things, but not responsible enough for a firearm, to me, is insulting. It's absolutely insulting. Not, it's not insulting me. I'm older than 21. It's insulting to yourself. The fact that you're going to go out there and say, I'm too dumb to protect myself. I'm too dumb to hold a firearm. Please take them away from me. To me, is fucking insulting. But the reality is, this isn't their words. Because these are, in fact, just dumb kids. That's why they don't think this stuff through. When I was their age, I was a fucking idiot. I'm still a fucking idiot. But the fact is, is these are teachers setting this up. The same teachers that have been pushing these, these, these progressive agendas for generations. Right? These kids are not scheduling massive protests across the country. That's not an easy feat. And you can see this as well when you look at the words that a lot of the, the mouthpieces like Emma Gonzalez and, and David Hogg use. Is that they use words like blood is on the NRA's hands and you know the NRA is a bunch of murderers and you know look at us kids standing up and doing you know what's what the adults could never do now at face value that just sounds like you know more rhetoric but the fact is is this is a consistent talking point that they are sticking to right they are they've been coached to stick to the talking point and say these words over and over and over and over again People generally don't stick to a specific talking point. They don't know how to sell an idea and stick to it unless they've been coached, right? If you take a random kid, you know, say 17 years old, and you throw them up in the news without any coaching whatsoever, they are going to fail. They're not going to know what to talk about. They're not going to be able to stay on point. They're not going to be able to stay on a message. They are being coached. They're being coached to stay on a very specific message, to say very specific words, and to push a very specific agenda. And that's why I think this is especially dangerous is because these aren't just a bunch of kids standing up for what they're believing. These are a bunch of kids being used as mouthpieces by adults. And that is never a good thing. When, when adults have to use kids to push their argument, their argument must not have been very solid. Because now, essentially what they're doing is they're making it impossible to disagree with them. Because if I disagree with you, well then I must hate the children. I hate the children. How could you disagree with the poor children? You see, these children are supposed to be treated like adults, but I can't actually treat them like adults because if I treat them like an adult and I call them out on their bullshit, now I am this this mean, mean dude and, and, and these kids are, are going to garner sympathy. And that's why this tactic works. It's a horrible, horrible, disgusting tactic, but it works. They say, look at the children. And to me, this is the biggest red flag is whenever says, someone says, think of the children, that to me... I know they're not up to any good. They, they, they don't have an idea what they're talking about because the only thing that they can push is think of the children. Well, maybe we are thinking of the children, and that's why we're trying to come up with actual solutions to the problem. But instead, you can't come up with an actual solution. You can't defend your arguments for the solution that you 
the solution that you presented. So instead you say, think of the children. Think of the children, you know, the, the, they're just children and, and they're trying to def they're trying to stand up for the rights. Look at the solidarity. Oh, I love that word, solidarity. What does that even mean in this situation? Because I, I don't have solidarity with these kids. So what, what, what is that even supposed to mean? And, and the key thing here, too, is we don't get to see the other side of the story. All the kids who, who don't want their rights to be taken away, they don't get to speak their mind. Because that's not as it's as fashionable, so to speak. So we're out here recording, and we show all these these thousands of kids going out and protesting and saying, "Look at me! Look, I I want gun control." But we're not talking about the kids who didn't protest. We didn't see them. That's the unseen factor here, because they don't get a voice in this matter. They're not allowed a voice in this matter. And the kids, in spite of being coached, they still mess up. Because they're kids, and, and of course, they're, they're pushing a progressive agenda, so they're bound to have inconsistencies in their arguments. So, like, one of the things you hear is, like, David Hogg stand up in there and say, how can we expect the teachers to stand down the barrel of a gun and use a firearm to defend themselves if a trained security officer couldn't do it? Well, I, you don't realize how you just absolutely destroy your own statement. What you're saying is, we can't have a reasonable expectation of trained security guards to do their jobs, so... You know, let's strip teachers of their rights to defend themselves. Right? You can't defend yourself because this, and, and but you can't depend on the other guy, but you're not allowed to defend yourself either. The fact is that some people in life are cowards and some people are not. Like the church shooting in Texas, which in which an armed civilian stopped the perpetrator. An armed civilian. Because sometimes it's not the person you expect to have bravery that has the actual bravery. And a teacher should be given the right to defend themselves just like anyone else. And this is the thing that we, we fall into this trap of trying to justify our gun rights to progressives, which we don't have to do, right? We, we always fall in this trap when they ask you this, this ha-ha question of, well, why do you need, you know, it's always followed up, why do you need an AR-15? Why do you need a 30-round magazine? Why do you need an, a semi-automatic rifle? And we, we, we start going to this diet trouble, well, I need it for this, and I, what, what if, what if, no. but we don't have to do that. We don't have to justify why we need it. That's why it's called a fucking right. We don't need to justify that. I need it because I want it. That's a good enough reason. I don't need to justify it. There's a Second Amendment right. We might have an inalienable right to self-preservation, and that is uh, defended in the Constitution with the right to bear arms. I have a right to bear arms. So it doesn't matter. I, I might not need a need. What if, what if you say, why do you need an AR-15? I don't. I want one. That's a good enough reason. And you know, they'll go, why does a 21-year-old need a, a gun? And we start going, well, what if they live in an apartment and they need to defend themselves? And don't get me wrong, that's a valid reason. But why are we arguing with them? They don't need to have a need. They're 21, they're a legal adult, they have a right to defend themselves. Why does a teacher need to have a gun? Because they have a constitutional right, and they shouldn't lose that right when they walk through those doors to go to work. That's, what a, that's how a right works. And we fall into that trap of trying to justify our rights to people that fundamentally disagree with, with having rights. They don't want you to have that right. And it's, and it's apparent in their arguments. When they say, oh, you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist, we don't want to take your guns. We just want to be more like Australia, a place where they took guns. We don't want to take your guns. We just want to push a bill through Congress which says we're going to ban all semi-automatic weapons. Not all guns, just the semi-automatic ones. You can have a musket. Because apparently uh, the, the Second Amendment only applies to muskets. And they lose. They always lose because this type of rhetoric, you see right through it. It's stupid, moronic rhetoric.
but they're not losing now. And that is because they're using the children as puppets. And the conservatives on the other side, instead of saying it's absolutely sickening that you're using these kids as puppets, they're attacking the kids. And to some extent, I think that's, that's fair. If the kids want to stand up there and be a public figure, then they have to accept what comes with that. And, and they're going to have to deal with people attacking their credibility. They're going to have to deal with people attacking their intelligence. It's going to happen. That's something you, you have reasonable expectations of when you be, decide to, to step into the public arena and speak your mind. But conservatives, I think, are targeting the wrong people. When they say, oh, look at these idiot Tide Pod eating kids, they should be saying, look at these horrible, disgusting adults that are using these kids as a tool, as a political tool to push an agenda. The funniest thing about this, though, is that the kids that are all protesting, they, they scheduled it during school hours. It's a school walkout, right? I guess it has uh, some significance because these the, the mass shootings occur at a school. So we're going to have a school walkout. But to me, that is not impressive. To get a bunch of kids to skip class, to me, is not impressive. I'm not going to go and say that the kids should be arrested, that they shouldn't have the right to go out and skip class. They absolutely, in my mind, have the right to step out of class and, 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 and essentially speak their mind. That's freedom of speech. So I'm not going to say that it's criminal or that a kid should be arrested or, or, or reprimanded in any way. But it's not impressive to me. To get the kids to skip class... And I probably would have done it just to skip class, right? Just just to get out of class. It's not impressive. Get these kids to organize after school. Try to do it. They'll be too busy trying to get laid to show up to a protest. They don't care. They really don't care that much. They want their 15 minutes of fame. They want to get out of school. And they, they really... I'm, I'm sure they, they probably agree to some extent that, you know, maybe we need gun control, but they're not so passionate about it that they're going to be willing to protest and uh, actually get out and do it. Unless maybe they're being paid, which uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past the people that are using them. Which, let's not pretend that doesn't happen to politics, because when I go out and I do campaign work, I expect to be paid for it. I'm spending my time uh, to, to help someone get elected or win a ballot initiative. I want to get paid for it. You know, that's, that's my time, and I could be doing something else more productive. Um, but I don't lie about it. If someone asks me, hey, are you being paid to do this? Absolutely. This is, you know, I love it. I, you know, I'm still passionate about it. But yes, I'm being paid to do it. I don't think there's a problem with being paid. I, paid to protest, I think there's a little bit of a problem with it because it's not real protest. But I don't think there's a problem with being paid uh, to do political work. Um, but, but be honest about it. If you're being paid to, to, to have an opinion or you're being paid to go out and speak to someone, just tell them, look, I do agree with this. This is my opinion. But I'm also being paid. You know that that's what's happening on the side. So that that's that. I don't, I don't think that's the case with kids because kids are a lot easier to manipulate than that. You don't necessarily need to dive deep into the pocketbooks. But you know, I I, I wouldn't put it past the fact that you know people like David Hogg, you know, he's going to have some internship opportunities or job opportunities coming up because of his opinion because he's a public figure now. He capitalized on it and he became a public figure. So at the end of the day, I think what we need to really focus on, what we need to work on, is is not attacking the kids. It's very easy. It's very easy to do. I know I did it in this video to some extent. But what we need to focus on is attacking the people, manipulating the kids. Because when you attack the kids, just by nature of disagreeing with the kids, you're going to lose the argument every single time. You cannot win that argument. The kid is going to win the sympathy vote every single time. So what you have to do is instead point out the fact that, look, you're being manipulated and I'm not going to stand for this. It's absolutely disgusting that they're manipulating you like this. Instead, 
What you need to do is bring the emotional factor over to your side so that there's still going to be sympathy for the kid, but for a different reason. We don't want sympathy for the kid because, you know, he wants gun control and the big old mean adults are against him. We want sympathy for the kid because he's being used by a progressive agenda. And that's what we really need to hammer down on is it's absolutely sickening that this is happening. We cannot attack the kids and win. It's not going to happen. And that's the thing that I really want to get through, through people's heads here is you cannot win an argument with a kid. Because at the end of the day, the point of politics is not necessarily to convince the person that you're debating with. That never happens. You're trying to convince the people that are watching the debate from the outside. You're trying to convince the people that are on the fence. And you're not going to convince those people when there's a kid on the other side of the table. So what you need to do is get those people on your side. And you have to use a little bit of emotional rhetoric yourself, which is kind of sad that you have to. But, but that's just how human beings work. Unfortunately, we're not all cold-hearted and logical like, you know, the autistic people like me. They, you know, people are much more emotional. Anyways, guys, I don't really have much else to talk about. I do want to eventually get into, like, full hour-long podcasts, uncut, with just, like, you know, full discussion about, like, five or six different issues. But uh, I don't really have enough to talk about right now, I'm, which I probably should, but I've just been so busy. So I'm, I'm probably going to stick to this little, like, ten-minute, like, cut format for now. But I, I do have intentions to start some new podcasts in the future, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, I'll catch you guys next time.